Raisin Man Arena. Welcome, everybody, to Raisin Man Arena. It's May 25th, 2030, and the planet has been ravaged by climate change. Just kidding. 2022. I'm Felipe. We got Sam uh, Lanier, and today we got a special guest, our good friend Ian Faria. Hey, thanks for having me on. Yo, yo, thanks for being here, Ian. Ian's great because he's he's a great substitute for Sarah because he's also sort of sensitive and sweet and uh, into making films, which we'll get to. Yeah, yeah. I wish Sarah was here, but I'm happy that um, she's not doing a gig, right? She's doing a gig. Sarah loves not being here for the podcast. But what a good reason. Yes, it's true. What a sort of win-win. She's making her bag. And. And what a way to make her stock go up. The less she's on the podcast, the more the more people roll the dice. You know how in, in gambling, it's like the less you win, actually, the more you want to play. Because you're like, next time I'm going to win. So every yeah. time you tune in, you're rolling the dice. Is Sarah going to be on? And sometimes you hit the jackpot. Most that's, of the time... That's the way I feel today. being on the podcast is rolling the dice about whether Sarah's going to be on. Yeah. I feel like we're rolling the dice about whether or not the episode will be funny. Oh, okay. Well, yes, that too. Definitely. It's a, it's Definitely. a, it's a gamble. It's, it's a gambles, gambler's gambit every mm-hmm. time. What's up? First time viewer failed architecture. Hi, Ian. Looking good. Hey, Mike. What's up? All right. And it, today, if you're in the chat, today's a special day because we're going to go, we're going to go silly mode on the chat. Anything you say, we have to read and interact with. So just really like make it go. Annabelle's in the chat. Sean David Morning, Sean David Morgan, George Sart, Chesney. All of you guys just fucking pop it off. Um, let's see. Someone, Sean David Morning says, special guest Vladimir Zelensky. Pretty funny. That would have been crazy. Yeah, that would have been big if we had gotten him. Hi, I'm here because I'm starting a Kickstarter for my little film. Is that how he talks? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. That's how he talks in my head. My um, my uh, manager was like, two days ago, was like, you know, Sam, I know you're not like an impressions guy, but you should, you gotta audition for SNL. You gotta make a tape for SNL. It will be great experience for you. And my, I'm already in like this kind of sensitive um, psychological moment right now, you know? Things are a little rough for me. Uh, and to just imagine that spending the next month like practicing little voices in my room to film in front of like uh, my iPhone is just so, so bleak. Such a bleak thing. Just I was just imagining Sam looking into the lens of the camera and seeing his reflection back on the lens. <laughs> Doing illuminated by the illuminated by the ring light. Doing Johnny Depp at the Amber Heard trial. <laughs> doing his best impression of Johnny Depp at the Amber Heard trial. Yeah, that sounds fun, man. <laughs> you have an inner life, you know. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And you got to race through them really fast. I feel like every SNL audition I've seen, they're going, they're like really rapid fire, doing sort of multiple personalities. But you can cut. Surely you can cut through them, right? What do you mean? Like, um, well, I guess it doesn't have to be person. one take. Phil Hartman didn't cut through his. <laughs> well, they didn't <laughs> <When> have <laughs> they didn't have cutting technology back then. Well, but I mean, yeah, everything sure. had to be filmed in one take back then. Yeah, sure, they didn't <laughs> exactly. have that, but he did it. So, um, I yeah. think you'd get it. 
you think I'll get it. Okay, cool. For a second, I, I imagined that you were still working at Gardner, and I thought that your manager at Gardner was saying, Sam, you got to audition for SNL. <laughs> <laughs> that was a brief, for a brief moment through my head. Boss was telling you that. Yeah. <laughs> Sam, you're so funny at the office. Yeah, you just yeah, got to yeah. get on SNL. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's going to be, yeah, it's just, it, it's a hard thing. You have to do a lot. It's a lot of work. And so it's like to prepare months for a thing you're not going to get. And that will also be bad to watch. Mm-hmm. And no one will see. It's, you won't get it. Be bad to watch. It's a lot kind of, of a work. classic. That's why we got into this game of making comedy. True. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's a lot of stuff like that. It's sometimes I, my sense is that uh, when it's time, like, you know, when you could have a shot at SNL. Yeah. And you need, and basically it's like when you have a little bit of clout. Totally. You know, there's people who are like, why would I waste the time? Because I totally like, that's the way I feel. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I got this, this podcast kind of cooking, you know, I mean, so. you know, we, we got, got the got new daps out then the new daps. Bro, yep. we got the new daps. We got 14 the viewers in the chat. Pretty soon it'll be your turn <laughs> yeah, to audition exactly. for SNL. Yeah. Here's a policeman who's pulling you over because uh, but he's the one who's drunk. Not you. That's pretty funny. Yeah. Did you come, come up with that right now? That? Yeah. Dude, I'm gonna get it. <laughs> holy shit! Holy shit! Wait, the poli- wait! I just might get it. <laughs> Policeman who's drunk and pulling you over is pretty really funny. Dude, okay, seriously, get out your iPhone, man. Let's do this. <laughs> what about um dentist who's working on your teeth, but he has cavities? Yeah, and it may- and he makes him talk like this. <laughs> yeah, or that, uh, that too. Or horror movie monster that's who's very scared all the time. Yeah. Horny monster? monster? Oh. <laughs> That's way better. Yeah, a, I was say, a horror monster. movie monster. Oh. Oh, a horny okay. monster. That's why. That's why you're the one auditioning, man. Because the way your brain works. Who's scared all the time, and he's canceled, but he's also the babysitter. What about what about teacher? But she's the one who's misbehaving. Yeah. Elementary school teacher, but she's the one That's who's misbehaving. That's not believable. <laughs> <It> <laughs> that is. would never happen. And she's the one who sh- who's not getting recess. <laughs> Sam's the new Pete, and Lauren takes him to Hawaii on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> uh, does that happen? I didn't realize that was happening. That Lauren takes Pete to vi- on vacations. Come on, Pete. Yeah, I totally. I'm going that. to Hawaii. That's not how he talks. How does he talk? He has kind of, he talks a little bit like that's always how I hear. Come on, Pete. We're going to fun of you. All right. Well, bring me a little peach daiquiri, Pete. Um, so we're going to a luau. So, so, so if you're in the chat, we're at the luau. (laughs) (laughs) Um, if you're in the chat or or if, if, if you're at home listening, you might be you might be asking, well, why is Ian on the podcast? Um, what's yeah, the reason? Hey. Like, what is the reason? Because usually when we have guests, there's a reason for it. And usually we have really specific things that we like to talk about on the podcast. And so you'd think, well, there must be a reason that he's on the podcast. Um, and, and the reason is that Ian is here to talk about a new Kickstarter. Um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let Ian... I'm going to let Ian talk about it. Yeah. Oh, thank you for having me. Um, And thank you for letting me talk about it. Yeah, I'm going to... I'm launching a Kickstarter, and I've never done that before. And it's going to be for $14,000. 
which I think my understanding is, you know, that's a lot of money for me. That's it's going to be a big, and, and it's all going uh, into this short, where basically I'm gonna I'm gonna make a short film where uh, we're gonna reenact these experiences my grandma had with aliens uh, throughout her life, um, and these are stories she's always told me. So it's been my dream for a long time to make the the story she told me into a little movie. And so that's going to be the next, you know, four or five months is going to be, <clears throat> if the if the fundraiser works, planning and filming it and storyboarding it and everything, all that. We're going to film it at her house. And my mem- members of my family are going to be performing as her in the reenactment. So it's going to be, I don't know, is this making sense? Is it, am I being completely No, absolutely. Right no, no, that's great. That's so great. it's going to be three reenactments. My cousin Tracy's going to play Bobby, my, my grandma, when she was young in the first reenactment. My mom's going to play my grandma when she was a little older in the second reenactment. And then my grandma's going to play herself in the third. And each reenactment is like a, 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 a strange, bizarre thing that happened to my grandma that she told me has happened to her. And that these are all, you know, from when I was a kid, basically. Uh, yeah, does that make sense? Yeah, yeah well, totally. So, so your grandma has been telling you these alien stories, these encounters with aliens since you were how how young? I don't know. I think she started. I think we started um, probably when I was like early high school, and it really came out of us loving to spend time together and and me loving this shit already. I think uh, at least in part because of growing up with her and her giving me gorgeous books about you know like time life books about ufos and everything um so she was already ahead she was already she really was really into aliens it was a very natural organic interest for her too so then i got into it and so naturally i was i became sort of the family member is my understanding that we'll talk to her about this stuff so and she was, was looking for someone in the family who would hear out these and hear out these alien stories i like to think i kind of pulled it out of her a little bit so early high school, she starts telling you about these experiences she had. When did she have these experiences? They start when she was in her early 20s. The first one happened right before she was married. She was married when she was like pretty young. And what, what was kind of the nature of the experience with aliens? Well, that's the thing. So I don't. So in the Kickstarter, I didn't say exactly what happened to her because that's kind of the whole movie. I see. Um, and there are a lot of experiences and I'm picking three of many. So I kind of tried to pick the three that I thought would make the most sense together narratively and, and were also the most visually interesting. She's abducted. Uh, she has, and then she has these sort of strange memories and flashbacks and sightings throughout her life. And then later, many, many years later, um, the, the final reenactment will be a full an encounter she had uh, with these creatures. Um, yeah, we're gonna get in. We're gonna get prosthetics artists to make this, this creature. I'm pretty excited about Whoa. that. Whoa! <laughs> you know I like that. I'm always sending you that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember we look at a good, a good makeup, a good effects yeah. artist. They're gonna look like hobbits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I guess I don't, I don't want to make you like spoil anything because it sounds like you're trying to keep some mystery. But yeah. I'm also kind of curious. I guess I'm kind of curious to see how much you will say about it. Um, cause there are some things yeah, that you've mentioned cause there's some things about it that I find really interesting. Do you think that there are like themes that kind of thread through your grandma's experiences with aliens or sort of consistent things that she talks about? 
um, things that seem different about her experiences from other like uh, abductions. You know, we, we hear about abductions, you know, all the time, or maybe like there was a time in the nineties where people talked about it a lot, but yeah. I, I don't know what, what like stands out to you about these abductions. Totally. Um, there's definitely, I think I've, I've probably focused the most on the things that are, and how, <laughs> it's a really good follow up. Um, Alex wants to know how many eyeballs and tentacles. Um, well, that uh, you have to watch the that you better fund that's, the movie. Yeah. And, He's not going to spoil 10, that. 000. The more money you give, <laughs> the more eyeballs it'll have. <laughs> that's up to you, everyone. Yeah. Um, and in terms of themes, there are definitely there are definitely themes that I'm interested in that seem to relate to Bobby's life. <clears throat> that I don't know if I could really too accurately sort of articulate in full right now. Um, there are certainly things that are consistent with other people's alien abduction experiences. Bobby is really into um, and has sort of, and has gotten me very into reading about and um, learning about other people's experiences with this sort of thing, and then sort of piecing together commonalities or things that are different, like you, like you asked about. So, like a, a commonality uh, with Bobby's experience. This is a thing I always thought. She told me this to me when I was like. When I was pretty young, I remember it always really creeped me out. To me, it's a very uncanny detail. I think it's really great. Uh, it's it really interesting. Basically, just that after her abduction experience, she woke up laughing. Apparently, that's a very common, that's a very common really? side effect. You wake up laughing, yeah. Huh. Which you'd huh. think is, which is a pretty lighthearted way to respond to such a, such a high-key experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You think you'd... You'd wake up going, e. I yeah. didn't like yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yikes. Yeah. So the aliens, right before they sent her down, they told her a joke. And we have two comedians here who could probably kind of imagine what that joke might yeah. be. Well, yeah, you know, I'm hoping to get a part in this <laughs> movie as one of the freaky guys. That um, tells a funny joke. Yeah, that tells a funny joke. Um, okay. Yeah. And... I guess, or a point of departure or way into this that I'd be curious about that I'd want to talk about is, so, I mean, you've been making movies since you were a little kid, you know? Um, And when I first met you at RISD, your work was very centered to me around, like, weird people that you found and were fascinated with. Um, so there's this piece of work that you did that's like where you do an online seance with you paid the someone Skype to do exorcism exorcism yeah what can you just tell the quick story of that really quick because that, that was one of the first works of yours that I encountered when you were still a guy that my friend Felipe knew uh, <laughs> um, that's that's so flattering um, I uh, yeah I just found this guy Bob Larson who's a televangelist I became very obsessed with um, uh, the satanic panic of the 90s, and I found this televangelist, Bob Larson, who was really into exercising people in the 90s, and then um, and now you could pay him $300 on Skype to, to exercise you. And so that was, definitely, that was definitely me working through personal things about my, my uh, Catholic upbringing and, 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 de- and overlapping with, intersecting with my interests in definitely interesting people, um, people who believe in unbelievable things, mm-hmm. um, okay, which I well, want to believe you let, in. you got to let me make the connections. So. Yeah. <laughs> okay, what do you think that's about? <laughs> no, no, that's fine. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
No, totally. I mean, it seemed like you always had like an interest in weird people, I guess. Yes, you're um, the first person to ever say that, but I think you're right. Totally. Um, and... And, my, and the family is the best place to find interesting totally, people. Totally, totally. Well, it was funny. It's funny because you were... I think for a long time you've been like, I want to make something about Long Island. Yeah. Like I want my work to be around Long Island because it's like filled with these strange people. And you would send... In Simpletown... Ian would send us videos often of like strange characters he had found on the internet. Um, and yeah. I think Will, Will's good at finding them too. Yeah. Yeah. Felipe's good too. Yes. I, I mean, maybe, I'm good too. I true. can find weird people. That's true. Maybe. That's true. That's true. Yeah. A lot of boys around me have a list <laughs> for weird, weird that. people. Um, we'll find a freaky guy online with <laughs> 200 views a video that no one else has ever found. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. that's kind of the oh, jackpot we should talk scenario. About, uh, what was his name? That Long Island guy. Honest Frank. Honest Frank. Yeah. What a legend. That's who I was thinking of when I mentioned Will. Totally. We totally. can talk about did, Honest uh, Frank did, a bit. Did Will find him? Will found him because he went to college with a kid who was like the son of someone that Honest Frank was dating at some point, I believe. Wow. Some or knew or knew he just knew about this guy in his town. Something there was some connection where he was from that town in Long Island. Yeah. Um, Honest Frank is like a guy in Long Island who lives alone with a house filled with dogs and he just films himself getting into fights, like verbal altercations with people with his neighbors and with people around him. Yeah, you should definitely look up um We can just play real quick, just silently. Doesn't he have a video where he's at the town hall wearing like oh, a, an yeah, American yeah. flag draped yeah, yeah. around him? Yeah, he's really he is a, an extremely prolific content creator. He is. Um, named Honest Frank. You can find him on YouTube. I haven't looked at his stuff in a while. I, I, every time I look him up, I'm worried it's going to all be wiped clean off lo- uh, the internet. Um, but he's amazing. He basically, uh, he lives in this boarded up house in, in like Mastic out in Long Island and with like three dogs, three giant dogs. Um, and he gets into some of the funniest arguments with neighbors and different people around the town that just all seem to really hate his guts. And then there's this sort of mythology you could piece together watching the, uh, watching all of his videos where you start to understand why they hate him. So apparently like there's one video where he goes to a, okay, you're going to play the one. I mean, this I is silent. I don't know if like, yeah, you know, it's hard, hard to know exactly where the funniest moment is, but I know that I remember from this. So this is, um, Honest Frank went to a, a town hall uh, hearing in, in uh, Long Island wearing an American flag for a cape that he keeps locked around his neck with a padlock. And um, the people that, that work for the town are very upset because they're, um, I think a lot of them are veterans and patriots. They don't like him doing this? They hate him doing it. But he, I think he uses the town hall as an opportunity to advertise his website, honestfrank.com. Oh, wait, hold on. <laughs> so Honest Frank is the guy with the American flag. Well, I think so. I think this is the other guy. Oh, is this not? A, oh no, this old guy is not Honest Frank. The guy in the back is uh, who's waiting st- his turn very patiently. We're Honest still Frank. trying to figure out who Honest Frank is in this video. On, oh, and he does have a yeah, computer yeah. Like that's labeled honestfrank.com. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, he's a really good marketer. Um, well, I want him to talk. 
Let him talk. It's a pretty long video. The videos that Honest Frank uploads are mad long. Yeah. The one that Will showed me was basically that this, this guy that... Wait, he's talking here. Wait, people are yelling. You can at hear him. the booing. Mr. Kuchera, uh, you, you, uh, right? you've received a request to town attorney and a councilwoman. Um, uh, are you going to... Uh, I'm not removing. I want to talk and explain why I'm wearing it. Well, it's only fair. This is America, right? This is America. This is America. This is America. Let me explain why. If you do this to me, I'll take it off. You know what I'm saying? Let me explain why I'm wearing the flag. Go ahead. Well, you know, this Hitler, Hitler is dead. <laughs> you ready? There's a pretty good one of him uh, filming himself in his car and then walking out to a to a yard sale just somewhere in a suburban neighborhood. Is it this one? And you watch everyone in the yard sale slowly turn on him and, and realize who he is and tell him to get the fuck out. Wait, is this is it this one? And he has sort of these <laughs> like yeah yeah yeah, and he has these nefarious relationships with people online that they really seem to hate his guts and he hates them back. And so like there's one video where, where someone from the ASPCA is called to his house to investigate his dogs. Cause it seems like they're being abused. Mm -hmm. And so the whole video, honest Frank's filming this ASPCA guy with his phone. He's going, um, Tony spaghetti sent you. Oh, okay. I see. So Tony spaghetti sent you. <laughs> for the longest time I thought Tony spaghetti was a made up name. And then I found a video where he is arguing online with a guy named Tony spaghetti, who's a real kind of troll that also hates this guy. Wait, um, this fucking... I remember seeing that one. And he goes live a lot. So if you go on his website, I guess honestfrank.com, you can, you can literally just press a button. And most of the time he's in front of his computer waiting for you to sort of enter a chat, like a live video chat with him. Yeah. Um, Oh, let's see. Yeah, Honest just like an, a pretty good character. Wait, I think this. Um, I love I love people that make their own art on their own terms. Yeah, I yeah. love I love people from the place where I grew up. Um, uncompromising individuals with yeah. a sort of creative flair, you know. Right. Well, you, you know, because um, you were saying like you know you've wanted to make a, th a something about Long Island for a while, and. For a while, I was like, you know, why, why does Ian, why is Ian obsessed with Long Island? You know, like, why does he want to go back there? And it's like, okay, it's because this place, one, you can see what its potential is, which is that Long Island is a place that is filled with strange people Definitely. and you, and you sort of understand and grew up in that milieu. So that's like, it's a rich ground for a certain kind of strange person that you that you like grew up in proximity to and honest Frank's like an example of one, but like, it's like, yeah, you're kind of tapping into the weirdness of the everyday life that you, that is your childhood and you have like an eye for it, you know? Yeah. And that, I think that's pretty, re that's pretty recent for me that I've, I've been able to, I think where I grew up always felt really boring and, and only, only recently having a little more perspective do I see, yeah, there's definitely a weirdness, and and I think I think almost more important a really strong individuality and a really strong sort of fierce. Um, I'm going to do exactly what I want, and which I think sort of explains maybe a sort of conservative element on Long Island. But that I that yeah. is 100% why anyone you go up to is just going to tell you their life story. Um, um, wait, so is is your family very Catholic? No, no, they're not particularly Catholic. Yeah, because I think you know. Uh, there's, I don't know. I'm just curious about if, if you were, cause it sounds like you were 
brought up in a kind of at least in a catholic school but i think alien like i don't know i i I think like interest in aliens seems maybe at odds some with like being religious or or there's like kind of a i don't know there's something a little pagan about it or you know mystical about it that could maybe you know if for a really religious person could be kind of complicated or so I don't know do you think at all that there, this tension exists or I think um I think there's an easy way to I think if you were very strictly religious there might be a sort of a there might be some conflict there but I think with the way that my my family especially Bobby in, in particular views spirituality it's it's very um holistic it's very it's pretty comprehensive uh oh, what's going on here we're still on Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, we're still on. Don't worry about it. Cool. It's yeah. It's very. It's very much like you can believe in. You believe in angels, ghosts, yeah. aliens. They're all sort of the same thing. There's well, there's uh, energy out in the world that we don't. That's understand. what I was going to say. Is aliens seem to me to be like angels in uh yeah in the Bible. You know, it's like you get visited by them. They tell you things. They send you messages. It's yeah, sort it of what, what they're saying. saying. It's true. It's sort of what people describe aliens a little bit like yeah, but coming you, down from the but sky. But if you ever watch the three-hour YouTube video Nephilim, uh, <laughs> demons, and climate change, then you'll know that for some people, aliens are actually a um, uh, uh, are actually demons. They're demons. Right. Have you heard of Nephilim, demons, and climate change? What is ne- Nephilim? Nephilim are the big giants, right? So I think Nephilim are... Uh, so this is a YouTube video I found where... Basically, the the creator draws a line between alien, what they call sort of alien worship, and like demons. Nephilim are these giants that are described, I think, in the Bible. Do you know? Do you know about this? No, that's news to me. So I think Nephilim are these giants that are described in the Bible as sort of like fallen angels. I it's not clear to me if they are demons. I think a fallen angel is a it's demon. Such a correct? scary name. Yeah. But the the video says basically that throughout history, demons have cloaked themselves in the mythology of the time. So they talk a lot about in the in the nineteenth century, fairy circles and fairies and this mythology that like you'd be taken by fairies into the forest or you'd be in the forest and fairies would find you, and that demons find the mythology of the time to like change their to basically disguise themselves as a thing that people recognize so in the 19th century it's fairies but then in the 20th century it becomes aliens and so they draw these connections between i love that descriptions of fallen angels of demons and aliens and how aliens like abduct you and they impregnate you and there's these links between them and so this 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 uh this youtuber is saying basically that uh that and it talks a lot about sects that worship aliens that try to like summon them to worship them like gods. And the YouTuber is saying this is essentially a form of paganism. Um, that and that and that aliens are demons. And so what, what what's the climate change part? You know that I kind of stopped watching because it's quite long. But I think it's trying. Well, I mean, I think the the, the guy who made it is uh, conservative. And so it doesn't like climate change and um, the connects it Nephilim to... are the carbon dioxide. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's connecting climate change activism to like a new world order. Um, yep. I believe it. 
airtight. <laughs> airtight. <laughs> yeah. And in the last 15 minutes, I'm going to kind of wrap it up with uh, climate change yeah. <laughs> and the new world order. That's what he says. <laughs> tie this back in. Yeah. 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 I, I will say that the things I'm talking about, um, definitely, I think it's funny. Everything you're mentioning, I read this great book called The Mothman Prophecies by John Keel when mm-hmm. I was getting really into the sort of research phase of this Kickstarter. Just trying to find every alien abduction, alien encounter book uh, I could get my hands on. And John Keel's whole thing is that he believes that there are ultra terrestrials, which are this, would sort of explain, it's, I think it's a very, that's a very popular theory now. I think especially for people who watch like a lot of History Channel TV, a lot of Discovery Channel, there's documentaries, if you watch like Ancient Aliens, they'll be like, and also these ancient illustrations of leprechauns, they might be aliens too, you know, sort of tying in all world mythologies. Wait, so what's the difference between an ultra-terrestrial and an extraterrestrial? I, I'm not the person to really... Uh, exactly define it but I, I, it's something like you know oh there's a sort of energy that uh, we can't comprehend because it's mm. so uh, and it's not from outer space it's just sort of interdimensional in some way and because we can't comprehend it we see what uh, we see what we want to see basically we see whatever we want to see based on our sort of cultural background or upbringing mm. so that could define whether we see a, a little futuristic space guy or a, or a chupacabra or something well, yeah you definitely get extra points if you're making up your own sort of absolutely uh, thing if you if you tie in every other religious belief yes. and like uh, weird monster from another religion into a sort of perennial central philosophy about how the world works but I'll say this you know I'm, I'm sort of speaking about my area of interest at this point I, I got Bobby to read Mothman prophecies and she did not she was like this is a little too much for me yeah what was, was too much funny. about it I think the stories are pretty outlandish. It's like a pretty, it's just a collection of insane stories that, mm-hmm. that, that are written with the sort of, by someone who's like, this is, this is real and this is for sure happening. And they're, they're very convincing. And um, she was like, not. this is too silly. This is too silly. <laughs> yeah. silly with too silly for me. And I like getting to see that. I like seeing yeah. like what's, you she's know, like, I'm not trick. these people. I'm like a different tribe of people who've been abducted. I think and so. These yeah. guys are all too so weird. What, <laughs> so what do you think, is your grandma's I don't know I guess it's a bunch of questions like when do you think when do you think that this interest is born in your grandmother and what do you think do you think that these experiences are well I guess do you think these experiences are positive for her does she connect them to something else in her life like a connection with like something beyond or are they negative experiences that are connected to like scary or like trauma or something like that I think that she's really owned telling the stories and enjoys, she enjoys storytelling because she's a great storyteller. And I think she enjoys the relationship that we have. That's my impression. I can't really speak exactly for her, but I would think that if she were here, she would agree with me that she enjoys the relationship we have around telling these stories and, and discussing this kind of stuff. Cause really it's an opportunity to talk about like God, faith, you know, all these sort of bigger ideas that it gives us a way in, uh, Wait, hold on. You better you better not be making a documentary that's about your grandmother getting abducted by aliens, but then it really becomes about your relationship with your grandmother and God oh, and and the and where you grew up. Okay? If, if that's better, what it ends up being, I'm going to be mad. I'm going to be 
I'm gonna want my damn money yeah. back. Yeah, <laughs> Absolutely, the fuck not. It better fucking not no be way. about that. And honestly, that hadn't even occurred to me, dude. You better watch. A you, meta you better be careful because it could become about that against <laughs> your will. Fuck so you no. have to work hard <laughs> not to be about that. <laughs> Yeah, um, well, so, so, so you're saying to her, it's about storytelling. It's about relationships and about a, a way into other kinds of conversations. I think so. And I think she's, she's just a, a very creative person. She really prides herself on being open-minded and, mm-hmm. and she is very open-minded. And so I think that's sort of, that's one uh, extension of that, I would say. I think yeah. that she, I think she also came up and during a time when, you know, she found books that, uh, I think were popular at the time that, validated that reflected back to her her own experiences and so i think if she hadn't had access to that material she said to me she was like you know i was walking through the mall 10 years after i woke up laughing and had this weird dream i was walking to the mall and i saw a book on a stand that um that i just picked up and and there was a an account where someone described an almost identical experience happening to them so if she'd picked up that book and that had been about someone meeting angels and waking up laughing that could be a whole different so you know, path, which, which you know? is to say that these experiences happened before she even had a way to explain them. Yes. It wasn't like she read about it and then she was like, oh, and then it happened to me a month later. Yeah, well, the full narrative is that in her early 20s, she had what what she'll uh, define as the abduction experience, which is um, essentially an extremely vivid nightmare that she felt physically very strongly and woke up laughing from and that, and that she will say is not a nightmare, which I believe her, it, you know, I, I kind of feel like Really, I'm going into this whole thing. I just believe anything she's going to tell me. Yeah. Um, and and then years later, having a sort of, having a series of stranger of increasingly strange experiences that one after the other sort of pointed her in the direction of, oh, there's some sort of, I had some sort of encounter with what these books and what these people are saying might be extraterrestrials or yeah or some sort of I think I think she's open to the idea too that they're yeah. An interdimensional thing, like we're talking about with energy, you know. And what does your grandmother think about what you're doing now? Like making this movie with her? She's the best. She 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 loves art. She's so she's so supportive of art. Yeah. She's so she's in a painting and you know, she makes like she made when I was a kid, she made like fuzzy dice. Fuzzy dice. So she would sell, you know, in, in like a car shows. Like the kind of th- cool. thing that like yeah. pimps would have in their car. Absolutely. Yeah, like pimped out. And, and very, yeah, very, very uh, creative and crafty and like okay, and smart. Cool. And, and so I think she loves, and she'll do anything I ask, you know. I, I, I'm asking her to do the. It's yeah. pretty exhausting to kind of sit down for hours of interviews and then have your, your house completely flipped upside down to produce your grandson's fun project and, she, and she's game to like recreate these sort of scary experiences yeah she's she's gonna act in the final reenactment so she's gonna she's gonna play herself i think that you know she really she's really great in front of the camera and my impression is that she seems to really enjoy when we did the interview it was it was a lot of fun it's fun to have i'm very lucky that i, I work with people that are really fun to work with yeah so i think that she had a good time with them that's kind of half the battle you know totally Totally. In terms of whether they're positive or negative, she definitely has, you know, moments of the memories that are like pretty negative or pretty scary. And her, I think her general experience, like Sarah Wilson, she wrote a great question when I interviewed my grandma for the Kickstarter, where Sarah Wilson was like, um, what would you say to the aliens if you could uh, see them again? 
and Bobby said um, something along the lines of, you upset me. Why did you do that? I'm not happy about that. You know, so I think it wasn't, it was definitely a scary, you know, borderline traumatic experience for her as much as we're drawing some positivity from it, you know? Yeah. Interesting. Well, it seems too like, um, just moving away from your grandmother for a second, like the project itself also seems to marry on the one hand, like two things you really like doing on the one hand, um, finding weird people and telling their stories or a sort of fascination with sort of strange encounters of the everyday and strange people of the everyday. And on the other hand, um, you, your, your sort of childish love for making spectacle on, yeah, on camera. Absolutely. Um, and, and which is the part where you're going to do the, the reenacting and, yeah. and sort of film and stage that. And that to me seems like another thread that you've always had like in your work or ever since I've worked with you. Thanks, man. You've always like, like we, one time we made a, um, this was the first simple town project I was on, but we made, um, this project called that, which speaketh. And in it, we had this idea that I was going to be a witch from like another world like Felipe at one point Felipe gets stuck sucked into a statue and inside of the statue he's like in another world where a witch tells gives him like a prophecy um, which and is you're the witch and I'm the witch and Ian like art directed this I mean he directed the movie but he like also art directed this moment and what I was like as the witch like really hard really really hard and he like what he wanted was besides like so we had like green paint all over my face then there was toilet paper stuck to my face that was also had painted green so it looked like I had like these big flaky chunks of skin coming off me I had this huge wig it was in this really hot black box at like two in the morning we were filming this yeah dead of July yeah dead July no air conditioning lights like all the stage lights of the black box were on so it was like easily a hundred degrees in there and what Ian wanted me to also do was he wanted my my mouth to be filled with chocolate <laughs> so that every time I talked like gross black goo would be oozing out of my mouth dark chocolate dark chocolate and I was like 22 so I was like I'm game for this like this is really awesome this is going to be so fun and crazy and, and whatever and then when we did the first two takes and I was like, I have had enough of this. This is <laughs> torture. It was, I was so thirsty and my mouth became so like chalky and like dry and like that gross, like, ch like Hershey's chocolate taste in my mouth. And Ian, Ian's already a guy who likes to do a lot of takes. He's not a one take guy. No, true. And this back, is true about Ian. Back then, he was definitely on. That was even <laughs> less, <laughs> yeah. less sure. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so we did about twenty five takes of this, and it's burned into my memory. And you did a great job. And and we used. And I'll say this: we used the last take. Really? Wow. I don't remember. 
I can put, I can, I can well, put we that. Used, we used little bits of every take. I'll say this. We it. felt a lot of pressure this to use Sam. the last take after 20 takes. This is Sam. This is. If you're, wa- you know, if you're watching live, if you're watching uh, back at home. You if you're won't. watching back at home, use your mind's eye to imagine what Sam just described. Yeah. If you're listening. But to there he is. <laughs> Man, he looks great. Yo, uh, I think the effect turned out pretty good because you're, you know, it. What I wanted, I wanted your teeth to look like they were fall, they were really, really rotting. <laughs> I can't believe that's you. Um, and <laughs> and I didn't realize how chocolate, like your your gums and your tongue and everything, just soaks it up. So the chocolate yes. was pretty rapidly disappearing after you it, say a couple of words. Your teeth were your pearly whites were shining. It's so through. delicious. You want to go? Yeah, exactly. Kept wanting to eat it. Sam kept yeah. licking his fingers the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm reminded oh, too of like uh, oh there it is yeah I'm reminded too of we needed people in the audience for Felipe to do bad stand up so we Mo who is my girlfriend he's she's my ex girlfriend she's like this really personable sweet person and she like convinced a bunch of high schoolers to who were walking by to come into this studio this is like 11 p.m. at night come into this studio and film. And be pretend to be the audience. So it, yeah. So when so you look so, at the audience, she it's went like to a group all, of kids. It's all kids. It, it's all high cuts, school kids. It cuts to an audience of children <laughs> laughing. Children and some people and some people that were just in Providence that were our age. <laughs> Other college students. Yeah. Yeah. Like everyone's so young. Yeah. Mo went up to a group of kids and said, "Hey, I remember she was like." She told us anyway that she said, hey, do you guys want to be in a movie? And they all went, yeah. <laughs> and they all followed her into a, into a building on this campus. Like in this back alley, you have to go down this flight of stairs in this Wait, so, secret theater. So just to kind of wrap, just to kind of wrap this up real quick. Um, so you got this, uh, you got this uh, Kickstarter for your film, What Happened to Bobby? Where can people go and donate? Thank you, Felipe. People can go to my Instagram to uh Donate. The link is in my bio. I What's your post. Instagram? My Instagram is Lauren Michaels. At Lauren Michaels. At Lauren Michaels. I got the Lauren Michaels. So there's no uh, no underscores, no numbers. Just at Lauren Michaels. Lauren Michaels. If you know how to spell Lauren Michaels, you know how to spell my Instagram username. Um, and when you go on, the link is in my bio. Is the Kickstarter, does that have a URL? Like kickstarter.com slash? It does. It's a little long. Okay. It's something like what happened to Bobby. Um so I, w- I wouldn't try and go in straight for the URL. I would either. I think if you, I know if you, I, if you're feeling lucky, <laughs> try typing lucky. it in, man. <laughs> and then whatever you get, in. give them money. <laughs> let, me, let me, let me, let me see. I, if I you want... Google Kickstarter, what happened to Bobby? It should pop up. I tried that this morning and it was one of the first results. Really? Let's see. I just want to see. So Lauren Michaels, Kickstarter. So it's kickstarter.com slash projects slash Ian Feria slash what hyphen happened hyphen to hyphen. Bobby, B-O-B-I, B-O-B-I. Polish. Kickstarter.com slash project slash Ian Feria slash what happened to Bobby, a hyphen in between each word, and then Bobby is spelled B-O-B-I. Yeah, this is, uh, this is to film three reenactments of my grandma's alien encounters as performed by members of my family that we will film in her house over the summer and that I'll have edited by next year. Ooh, the ad. Can we play the ad? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, go for it. I think the ad is really funny. Okay, hopefully this will explain a little more. Okay, so I mean, if, I you're, if you're listening at home, 
tough this, shit. This is really, this has become a live experience, guys. Yeah. Fuck. If you're listening at home, fuck you. And we don't say, care about let me what, say this. what this podcast is like for you. For those who, who are listening late after the fact, this is, so the date is what, May 25th? That means yeah. we got till June 24th, something like that. So we got that. a month. We have a month. To so raise 14000 If you're listening in June, if you're listening mid-June, late June, we, st- we still have a chance. Um, also, it looks like there's $1 pledged. I think that I saw that and I couldn't find who gave it. And I thought, I think Kickstarter just, just gives you a dollar. They just give you a dollar for the road. Good That's luck. That's nice. That's nice. Buy Good yourself luck. something nice. Good luck. It's a little bit of walking around money. Okay. So I'm going to play this. I, maybe there's a way to get it on the podcast. I'll, um, I'll, I'll give that a shot. What would you like to say to the aliens that abducted you? That was not nice. That was not nice. You frightened me, you scared me. I'm not happy about that. In 1957, my grandma was abducted by aliens. She's been visited by them throughout her life and describing these experiences for almost 60 years. Now it's become possible to recreate these encounters on film because her grandson wants to do that, and he is I. I'm Ian Faria, a filmmaker from Long Island. I've made a lot of shorts with a talented group of collaborators, mostly comedies, and now I want to make a short film with my grandma, Bobby. It'll be comprised of three dramatic reenactments of experiences with aliens or UFOs that Bobby's had throughout her life. And in the reenactments, the role of Bobby will be performed by my cousin Tracy, my mom, and Bobby herself. And we'll film all those reenactments here in her beautiful Long Island home vividly rendering her memories with music, makeup, lighting, prosthetics, and practical effects. But you can talk ideas all you want, at the end of the day it costs a lot of dough. So that's why we're doing the Kickstarter, and I need to hire a crew of professionals who can make these reenactments as authentic as possible. I think Bobby has a lot of courage to share what happened to her. I want to do this right. I want to make this as colorful and sincere and unsettling and expressive as these stories have always felt to me ever since I first heard them when I was a kid. And I want to hire a prosthetics artist to transform a child actor into a little alien. So that's the short. Uh, we'd love to have you on the team in any way possible. Thanks for watching. What would you want to ask them? What did you tell me? <laughs> what were you telling me? I'm dying to know. But it was really when they went on and on and on, and, and I was this, I absorbed everything and got taken back. <laughs> wow. Well, wow, getting some great support in the comments. I know. Feeling very. Mitch Anderson is bookmarking the pledge later. Thank you, Mitch. Thanks, Mitch. Got to meet Mitch in LA recently. Great, great writer about, about movies and TV. Annabelle saying, You had me a little alien take my house. And Annabelle. Said, she spilled. <laughs> what is she spilled? Is that like you know she spilled the tea? She like she, she said did. the truth. She told the truth unvarnished. She spat fire. She, she spat fire. True. She ate. <laughs> she but ate. I thought she she ate and she spilled. She spilled and she ate. She, she spilled sp- fire onto the tea. Correct. Anyway, thanks for playing that. Yeah, no, it's a really funny little ad as well. She left no crumbs. She ate and left no crumbs. <laughs> Correct. Um. Well, yeah, I'm really excited for this, man. I, Thanks, uh, man. I, you know, when we were in school, uh, you were 
You were annoying. Ex- you were <laughs> kind of a little bitch. No, you were, you know, extremely so, prolific, and you made a ton of films, which which are on your Vimeo, including is the uh, is the Exorcism on Vimeo? The Skype Exorcism is on my Vimeo. It's also on my website. Ian Faria. It's vimeo.com slash Ian Faria. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, you know, and, and in college you were extremely prolific. Um, you still are, you know, Thanks, but man. but in, in college I remember you just were making films constantly. And you have like this great catalog of really I, I just think you have a great voice and a really interesting point of view and all your films were really amazing which is why i you know like wanted to work with you and we started sort of the, the early simple town um together in college and you know then you got into music and then for a while i think you you were really focused on music and you made a lot of great music but i think you know with your videos it th- that took a back seat and you know, I think you've slowly gotten back into it, but I think this to me is sort of the first like Ian Faria joint that you've made yeah, since yeah, yeah. college, like pure uncut full Ian Faria vision. Ian Faria and my grandma. Ian Faria and your grandma. Faria. That's the collab. That's the feature. Um, and so I'm just really excited to get back into it. Like I know, yeah, I, I just, I just want to see how you've, you've bloomed after all this time of like, marinating on other stuff and, and working with Simple Town and working with Edie and I'm excited to see it. Thanks so much. Yeah, we're I'm really Faria stoked. heads. I'm really I'm so stoked to do this, man. I can't tell you. I'm so excited. I really hope it works. That'd be I was thinking too how funny it would be if, if uh we didn't make the money. That'd be pretty embarrassing. Um, What's the deal? Kind of a, is is Kickstarter the one where if you don't reach the thing, then you don't get any of the you money? You don't get any of it. Really? And I was going to do a GoFundMe, like you were saying GoFundMe, and I thought maybe that's a smarter move because then you keep the money no matter what, even if you only make, you know, 10% of it. But I talked to this guy who did a Kickstarter, and he had recommended I take the gamble. He said that people respond to a risk. Really? Uh, so I'm going I'm and going bigger, going broke. And you are also going to debase yourself trying to get people to... Absolutely, I'm gonna be po- I'm gonna be really annoying online. I'm gonna be posting incessantly, which I which I love to do. Love to post incessantly. Well, you know if, if uh, <laughs> Steve Smith says GoFundMe is for healthcare anyways, very true. which is true. Very true. You don't want to take up that space for people who actually need it. Yeah, well, yeah. It's, I, I was also thinking about you guys were talking a lot about the incoming the upcoming recession, which I think we have scheduled for. August. August. August? Okay, yeah. cool. So I wanted to make sure I got in. Let's right? get in right under the wire. Yep. yep. Guys, if you have crypto holdings, liquidate now. Give them to Ian. Absolutely. If you got NFTs, Bored Apes, Miladies, liquidate now. That shit is going down the toilet, except for AdWorld. AdWorld is only going up. Yep. Sam just got a uh, citizen on a yep. Samskara. Yep. What, is it? what does any of that mean? AdWorld? Well, you see, you need a, a MetaMask in order to get a citizen. <laughs> with a samskara on it and then um then you can just play you can join the discord (laughs) once you have that just pop 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 off in the discord that's to join the raisin man discord you need no 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 once you get a a special token once you get a metamask you can uh buy a samskara create your citizen join the ad world discord and participate in ad world events yep which are really fun (laughs) (laughs) and that's (laughs) That's awesome. Bro, you should be doing a documentary about that. <laughs> you always want to talk about little freaks, little freaky guys. Um, no, yeah, AdWorld is, uh, is, the, is the NFT project that Pedro, our friend Pedro Bay, oh, is right. involved okay, okay. in. We got to get Pedro Very on the cool. pod. Very cool guys he makes. 
He yeah, makes he does. Little Beautiful guys. little figurines. I was talking figures. to a guy in the NFT world who's friends with Gabby, and I was like, "Do you know Pedro?" And he was like, "Yeah, yeah, Pedro." Wild. He knows Pedro. Yeah. Wow. What? And I was hell? like, "Wow, this is a kind of." like a little world where everyone knows each other Damn. or like, you wonder how big that pond is you know yeah he and he had just gotten back from a conference that gary vaynerchuk was at the oh, gary VCon. Oh, yes vcon just was, happened uh if i could have only been a gary. vcon he was hanging out with gary a ton bro we're gonna do what we did with the sharing squirrel with right was that it the sharing <laughs> squirrel there was i saw a video that was something like we're gonna do with the turtle what we did with the sharing squirrel there was something like <laughs> that one of the one of the coins was like sharing squirrel was the name of it and then he has a new animal now I don't know the context of any of this. I just, I had that sort of term stuck in my head for like yeah. three days what after I saw Gary the video. What is Gary NFT project? He does have an NFT. The sharing squirrel. V friends. They're called V friends NFT on OpenSea. What do they look like? Bro, the, oh. the FOMO I had when I saw the pictures from VCon and everyone's meeting Gary and just hearing his words of, 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 of wisdom and just like grinding every day, making connections, networking. I just wanted, yep. I just wanted to die. I wish I could have been there. Oh, and look at the V friends. Wait, let me just get Gary that. knows Pedro. Bro, I would not be surprised. Let's see. These are the V friends. Gary loves Pedro. Are these really the V friends? Positive porcupine, joyous sh jellyfish, intuitive iguana. It's true. These have kind of like noble numbat. So I could imagine there's a sharing wow, they score. Have, like, who's, is, who's are these? I like these. I like these. These NFTs are they're like a kind of naive drawing style. It's true. You know, it's fascinating because often NFTs have a kind of like, you can swap them out. You know, it's like a monkey and he's got a hat and you take the hat off and it's a different NFT. Right. But these look all handmade. These look all like they were drawn probably by Gary Vaynerchuk himself. <laughs> he's like on, he's on cocaine one night and he's like, we got to pump out 3000 NFTs. We're, mi we're minting, like, we're minting 3000. He's just drawing them on a little pad. Oh, and some of them, it looks like are like, are him? Do you wait? What makes oh you my say God, that they're him? That's a gifted gopher. It looks kind of like it, got, it does in, look like in his likeness. Gifted Am I gopher? wrong? You could be right. Hair? No, you're right. You're right. You're dead right, bro. Aww. I. This is what he's been wanting. Dude, to do Loki. I want to put reflective rhinoceros on a shirt. Dude, this this NFTs. Get that embroidered on a hat, bro. This kind of slaps. I'm not even joking. I would put this. Guy Who's on the a guy shirt? that does naive art and and like uh big black line paintings and then like just text you, the beginners use his art what am I thinking of it kind of reminds me of that big black line oh uh, David Shrigley David Shrigley it's kind of like a little David little Shrigley, Shrigley drawings well, did you hear that um, Seth Green I don't know if this is true but Seth Green from um, he made Robot Chicken but he was also yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Scotty in uh, Austin Powers he had a he had a Bored Ape NFT and he was developing a TV show with the Bored Ape yeah. but then it got stolen in a phishing scam so he lost the board ape, and then he lost the rights to make this TV show with the board ape. This is what I read. I I, I don't know if it's a, true. If anyone can confirm that, this someone is, in the chat has mentioned it. Yeah, y'all see Green's board ape was stolen. Gary knows Pedro. What a loss! What a loss! It's like in the actor. It's like an actor. It's like Gwyneth Paltrow being stolen, being kidnapped, <laughs> yeah, exactly. and now she can't be in the TV show. Exactly. Likeable leopard, brave bison. I saw someone online talking about how. You know, haha, ha, it's, yeah, it's funny. It'd be, yeah, it'd be really funny if you were one of the writers in this show and now you don't have a job. You see that? You have yeah. to explain that to your wife. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no presents this year. Oh, man. 
<laughs> we're not going to the nicer school, kid. I'm sorry, we're staying in this district. Bro, woke walrus is at 10 ETH, $19,529. Bro, bro, you put money into woke walrus, say goodbye to that shit. Short on, go short on woke walrus. Wow. Sam, if you, if you did the voice for an NFT, what would that sound like? It sounds like this. Hello, I'm a walk walrus. That's really good. That is good. That's um, kind of similar to the witch. I, no, I do sort of, sort of AV mm-hmm. voice. Yeah, a kind of urban fellow. <laughs> no, uh, no yeah. I don't know. It'd probably be my voice, you know, so I'd have the most range to be able to do whatever I wanted, you know. Oh, really? <laughs> you keep it, keep it natural? Yeah, you I keep it back. natural. This is what it would sound like, guys. Yeah. Like this. <laughs> what you're fun. listening to right now. Ian, so so just so that I can... Um, uh, this is some simple town business. Just so that I can kind of pencil you out of the, in the calendar as Ian not available. When are you shooting this movie? Aiming to shooting. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. Yeah, yeah man. Can you come to the meeting on Monday? Or we're going to try and so. shoot in August, I think is the goal. We're going to shoot next month, but now we're taking a little more time. That's the, the plan is to shoot in August. Man. Yeah. So there's going to be a little kid in Alien Prosthetics in the dead of August. Dead heat of August. Bro, no AC in my yeah. grandma's house. Is there really? Woe to anyone. We'll get a couple fans in there. Dude, there is, there is yeah. going to be AC, but you're like, we got to unplug it. The set's picking up sound. Yeah. We got to unplug it. <laughs> I, I tell you what, I've been in... Uh, another quick story. I was in another Ian Faria joint in, in high school, sorry, in college where Ian had me, I was really sick and Ian had me walk around an indoor petting zoo for three hours, putting tear sticks, four hours, putting tear sticks, rubbing my eyes with tear sticks. So I was crying. So I was crying the whole time and all I had to do was go and talk to strangers and little children at a petting zoo, in an indoor smelly petting zoo. And it was also torture. It was, it was, so if you work with Ian Faria, he's brilliant, but he'll bring you to the edge. He'll take you to the edge. Well, that's really, um, that's funny. Cause I, I remember we, we didn't kind of know each other that well. And I remember we were like fairly new friends, I think. Yeah. And we, um, I think I didn't, I, I had no sense of that. That like giving you a, a little thin burger, a little thin disc of a burger, and then asking you to stay, be on your feet for yeah, no, for an entire afternoon. You now maybe. learned about Sam's five thousand calorie. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Three hundred sausage right. hot uh, hot dog diet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I was also really sick at the time. I mean, I could see the vision. I was compelled by the vision because it was basically improv. So I was like, "This is going to be really fun." And you do cool. look sick in that video. It's um, a great video. You're sick. Man, yeah, yeah, that's every, well, I hope, yeah, the dream is to do, is to be a little chill, is to be pretty chill now. The dream is, we're shooting all these simple town videos, we're trying to keep it. Yeah. Keep it snappy. And hopefully with a little money, you don't have to ride people to the edge, you know? Totally, That's the dream. Get catering. I'm playing the Sam Pettings video in the, I'm playing the Sam Pettings video in the, in the Twitch. Guys, if you're not if you're not listening to Raisin Man on the Twitch, you are missing out. How did you come up with fourteen thousand dollars? That was just the number. Honestly, uh, the the true budget's twelve thousand, and then about two grand's going to go to taxes, which Kickstarter just automatically sort of filters out when you get the money. Wait, 
yeah, I was about to ask a stupid question, which is, is it a flat two grand? No, I imagine it's a it's a percentage. That's an estimate based. I don't know exactly how much it's going to be, but I, I, I sort of guesstimated based on the They have a little a nice calculator where they let you sort of uh, calculate a, a guesstimation of your taxes. 2,000 um, to 14,000 seems like a lot, no? Yeah, I think it's something. If it was like 10%. Something like that. Ten, then, well, 10 percent of, of well, fourteen thousand would be. I was about to say fourteen dollars. One hundred and forty dollars. Yeah, it's something like. I know, like Kickstarter takes out five percent just of whatever you're asking for. Yeah, I always calculate in taxes if you're living in New York State, I, like a third of any ten ninety nine yeah. income you make, a third is not yours. Damn. That's my, but that's like a conservative estimate. It's two thousand a third of fourteen thousand. Would it? No, it would be way more than that. Well, so hopefully, so hopefully, somewhere between one hundred and forty dollars and and way more than that. I wish the tax people knew. Like, this isn't my salary. This is a budget. Like, yeah. I'm not pocketing this. I'm paying. I'm creating jobs. Why couldn't I? You should. You should be allowed to. Right. 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 That's. It shouldn't be taxed at that. At that point. Yeah, yeah. So the so the guesstimation is two grand taxes, and then the rest of it is going towards. This is really the first thing I'm making where I'm trying not to ask people for too many favors as best I can. Just pay people, yeah. Just truly paying people so that they can feel invested and have a good time and not be thinking about getting back to work. You know, I'm trying to pay. I have to pay this kid if I'm gonna have a child actor. I'm gonna get some food. I'm gonna get Bro, some nice pay sandwiches. Pay him in candy. Bro, kids love candy. Capri Suns. Yeah, just Capri Suns, <laughs> Gogurts, and Sour Patch Kids. Yeah, and then the rest of it is towards, you know, post costs a lot of money. I'm going to have a, we have this great uh, musician who performs music under the name Time Warp, who's going to do the music. I'm really stoked about cool. that. Uh, Kay Loggins, great. Check out Time Warp. And uh, she has a, an album coming out, I believe, this month called Spiral World. That's going to be pretty sick. Cool. Um, Whoa. Yeah, so then it's gonna be equipment rental, you know, yada yada. Yeah. Same, same old. That's shit. the that's the cost of doing business. That's the cost of doing business in uh, yeah, in Hollywood. Am I gonna get a part? Yeah. <laughs> well. <sighs> I'd love to be an alien totally. or something. Could I, I think play you'd make a really good alien. Could Are you I, down to bleach your hair? Bro, I'm trying to... I mean, I'm in tr the reason I don't bleach my hair is because at any moment we could be filming a Simple Town video where I need brown hair. Are you down to grow your hair out shoulder length, bleach it blonde? Not before August. Shave the I mustache, bleach your eyebrows. Uh, right, now you're asking. <laughs> now you're you're testing me, Ian. You don't want me in the movie, so you're or testing we can, me. We can, get, we, can, we can be on your knees with the shoes on your knees. You can play the little kid. Yeah. And we're going to need you to get Chad surgery, too. <laughs> I'm going to get a big Your big jaw. chin and huge cheekbones. Dude, I want to be a cop that, like, that... Uh, stops your grandma when she's like all tweaked out because she saw a light in the you know she's driving on the highway she sees a light and I want to be the cop that stops her and goes you're you're being kind of erratic and then she's like I just saw an alien I'll be like yeah sure sure keep it moving that's <laughs> yeah. why I want to play yeah you should play the uh, the the uh, figure of authority who's like you're crazy yeah yeah no one will ever believe you yeah I want to yeah. be interrogating her like you know at the police station I'll be stop like stop now and then I'll be like I'm just gonna make a phone call and then like um doctors with a uh, what do you call it a straight jacket 
yeah. come to pick up your grandma. You can both be the men in black who come in and, we, and you go, we know what you saw. Ooh, men in black. I want to be, I want to have like a kind of Channing Tatum moment where I, I'm a sexy cowboy and I come in and I give someone a lap dance. <laughs> make that work. <laughs> okay. Totally. Um, absolutely. Oh yeah. Well, Eternal Family asked, what's True Dreams? Well, True Dreams was the, the, the original title that I had first conceived of for this. And now, now we've landed on what happened to Bobby. And I think the, uh, the, the title that we ultimately use, you know, is a working title, so it could end up being something different. Maybe, maybe it'll be something along the lines of what happened to these true dreams, you know? I don't know. Do you not have goop on your uh, Vimeo? No. Why don't you have goop on there? <laughs> oh, no. I went through a phase where I, like, I was like, some of this stuff, a lot of the stuff I made in college was so personal. And there's like a 20-minute uninterrupted take of me talking about personal stuff in that. What were you talking about? I can't remember. Like making the video was very. That was like my first meta thing I was into. I discovered that you could just make work about making work and yeah. I mean, this yes. shit. Yeah. When you yeah. when you just yeah. yo when you discover that in college, wow, <laughs> sick shortcut. It's over. To having any lived experiences. Yeah. Ian went Kave mode before Kave was around. Um, yeah, that video was. I remember that. I can't remember what was so epic about it. It was just a video where it was. It was in the. Uh, it was in the Too Many Cooks era. I feel like it was Absolutely. spiritually inspired by Too Many Cooks. You know what's amazing is I can remember... Oh, and this is actually something I'm really stoked about that I'll, I'll also sort of use to hype the, the movie. Um, so, yeah, Too Many Cooks, unedited footage of a bear. Hugely influential videos to me. Kind of blowing your mind. Remember that? I don't know an unedited These footage are, of a bear. Wham, it's a Wham City, Wham City video. Oh, Wham City short, that. it starts out just footage of a bear. It seems like a regular uh, YouTube video, and then it becomes a sort of very surreal, scary uh, depression medication commercial. Um, which is one of those things where they like, you know, starts out as one thing, becomes another thing. Brilliant. Um, and uh, yeah, we, we, uh, this person named Becca Morin uh, is going to be uh, helping us with the, with the, the alien abduction shorts. And, she worked on that on that video. On unedited footage of a bear. Holy yeah. shit. And, and when I met her, I was like, unedited footage of a bear changed my life. And she she's so nice and she was like, Oh really? That's <laughs> so <funny>. like, <laughs> Gotta that say was just, more. That was a video I, I made with my care. friends, you know. <laughs> it's funny to, I imagine it's funny when a video you make with people you, you you know, that are from your town that and that are artists that are your friends, you know, someone sees it like six or seven years later they go, you know, that changed my life and Well, you you I remember you made goop in college do you mind me playing this i'm playing this music i'm just playing your videos oh yeah 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 go for it play um get a that's a good video to play man this is a cool ass video thanks man thanks man you haven't watched this in a while this song rocks too oh uh, we got oh eternal family coming in with with a note on the kickstarter thank you eternal family i'm going to change that right now we got it still says true dreams on the uh, the the Kickstarter rewards, you blew it. I think I have a little t a typo in there. It, Ian. So I'm gonna go back it's and over. edit that really quick before anyone pledges fifty bucks. It's over, and you're not edit gonna it make right it. Now. Okay, edit it right now. Drew, thanks for the thanks for coming in the clutch, Drew. All right, we gotta we What's gotta vamp, Sam. Dreams? We gotta vamp. We can't let this. Oh, there's be a little there's a little alien in that video. Yeah. Um. Look at Will. He's so funny in this. Is this a music video? Yeah. This is a music Whoa. video that Ian made for Edgar Clinks. Cool. <sighs> God, what weird friends I have, you know? There's, they're always up to strange things. <laughs> How are you feeling, Sam? 
Good, good. Felipe, what? And let's talk about some of the stuff you made in college, you know? Felipe was making animations, right? Yeah, I made a lot of stuff that then I took off the internet, but there's some stuff that's on the internet that so I made in racist. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's when I got all... You know when college, when you discover you can make racist work? Wait, you're, you're, you're off, you're off, you're off. Wait, all right, on. I'm going to come back in at that moment to say that the reward is that it's been edited. Uh, the title's been corrected. Thank you, Drew. So if anyone else is looking at my Kickstarter right now and they want to do a little spell check for me, uh, you know, hey, hit me up. Yep. yep. Please, guys. Kicks, yeah. Go on the Kickstarter and help Ian edit it. Find if the copy is too wordy. See if you can kind of like cut it down. Check it out. Here's an interview you did of Frankie Cosmos. Oh, yeah. Mitch Anderson's talking about Wham City. He said, um, Dance Freak, speaking of Kickstarters. Yeah, I'm really stoked for Dance Freak, too. That's that Robbie Rakoff. Uh, what is joint. there's a kick he's making a, a kickstarter for a film he's making yeah 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 dan you, you see this dance freak no what's dance freak i don't know if it's kickstarter or gofundme and i think they might they might have raised it already but it was it's like a short or it's a feature film that robbie rakaloff from from wham, from city? wham city is making with alan resnick and it's like all black and white it looks like a kind of experimental kind of horror short it Wait, looks really just good made a thing it's kind of it looks sort of like eraser head like early lynch did they make it already in the, in the fundraisers just for... I don't know. if It's a short and um, Conor O'Malley's in it. Oh, cool. So maybe it's a, it's a feature version of the short. Could be, yeah. That I'd, might be what that is. Could be. Look at this. Ian interview Frankie Cosmos. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's me in college. I remember... I think I was on set for this, was I? I'm sure you were. And for people who are Simple Town heads, the, the name Simple Town was kind of inspired by the war, the names Wham City. You know, we kind of want, you guys wanted to sort of... Yeah, town, city. Town, city is sort of like, you're sort of taking the kind of... True. Capturing the essence, you know. Very true. That's right. So, okay, we got the we got the, the goods from Steve Smith, Mitch, Mitch Anderson. We got Negative Land is the, is the video that's the proof of concept for Dance Freak. So that's online. Oh, I see. And then Robbie's writing, directing, starring Alan's shooting it. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I like oh, that. Oh, interesting. What, rocks. If, what if you made a feature of what happened to Bobby? If what happened to Bobby was popping? Yeah, that'd be, that'd be awesome. That would be really the dream. Cool. That would be the dream is to make a full feature-like movie with my grandma and my whole family would be... Yeah, I'm kind of curious how you would structure that to, 2024. Make it, to make it an hour and a half. You have to write some scenes, write a couple, write a couple of gags in there. Yeah, that rocks. Look at you, Ian, so young. Yeah, what else? What were you, was there any topics? Did I, how did I answer the question about how we're spending the money? I want to make sure I'm answering that right. Yeah, you're paying people. No, okay. it's, look, I think, I think people have a good idea and, and people have a good idea of where to go which is kickstarter.com slash project slash Ianferia slash what happened to Bobby hyphen in between each word and then Bobby is spelled B-O-B-I. Or As Ian, well as put, yeah. Ianferia's Instagram, which is at Lauren Michaels, and then you go to the link in his bio and it will take you there and you pledge some money. So people know how to do it. People know what you're paying. Or you go on Google Cold. Go on Google Cold. Google.com, what happened to Bobby Kickstarter. I'm, I'm surprised there's not any other projects, films that are named this. You really, you happened upon... The, the 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 movie name's biggest the you know what every film producer wants a movie name that hasn't been used before and you happened upon it and the 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 elections coming up in the fall so while you're online you know give some money to Ian but also log on to Act Blue you know Please. and give and donate to we gotta we gotta beat the Reds you know There's we got just, we gotta beat the Republicans so uh, just. Give to the Democratic Party because 
I know it's a big machine, but they're out there doing good work. They're doing, they're the best we got. And yes, uh, Blue Wave 2022. Yep, exactly. 2022. Um, and this will be part of that Blue Wave. Correct. It's yeah. short. Ian's. And that can kind of mean whatever you want it to mean. Yeah. You got to get Eric Adams on the, you got to get Eric Adams in your video, Ian. Because he's, he's, he's going to he do it. I bet if you guys invite him over to this podcast, that guy's at everything. Really? Whoa, bro, we got Ad- Eric he's Adams everywhere. on Raisin Man? That would be big. That would be big. That would be really, really I feel like cool. his whole thing is that he's out in the street. He's walking the, you know, he's walking the beat. Yeah. Um, he's getting he's getting fruit at five in the morning. Or Edie just worked this gig at P- MoMA PS1, and she was like, yeah, Eric Adams was there. Just randomly, like an art dinner. Damn. He's wearing like, he's wearing like huge Carhartt carpenter pants. <laughs> Yeah. And like a, a huge like uh corn t-shirt. <laughs> like one of those chunky dance chains coast, around his ch- neck. Dance coast shoes, yeah. A, attached yeah. with a carabiner. Yeah, he's got like Balenciagas on. <laughs> uh fucking But if Eric Adams was on the podcast, we could not talk about Life World. Mm, that's gotta, true. We got to keep a DL. That's you could talk about but you can say what neighborhood it's in. Yeah, exactly. Couldn't say the address. <laughs> True, so true. We might we might have a a bonus episode on Friday. Yeah, what's that about? Should we even? I, mean, I don't know. Do you when you guys do a bonus episode? Because you did that one other time, right? What, we used or you to, did like a was, random day. There was a while where we thought, oh, we're going to do two episodes a week because really, well, because you know when people when podcasts have Patreons, they'll do one unpaid and one Patreon episode. So we we were smart about it. We thought we'll do two episodes a week, but we won't paywall any of them. We're just going to do twice the work <laughs> for no money. It's really and smart. It's, and it's actually going to dilute people's interest in the podcast. <laughs> um, and people were like, "Well, there's two episodes. I'm less excited when they come out." And the, and also the other episode was not done not live, so it was also less fun and more boring. <laughs> So just an experiment. But you put it out? We put them out, yeah, for a little while. You know, just a little experiment we tried. And maybe we can get back to that. Yeah. I actually kind of like when when it the, the, it's not live. But I, th- I what I realized is Felipe needs the rush of the viewers, I think. You like it when it's not live? I, I guess I don't really care. I'll say it. I'll put it on air. I don't really care whether it's live or not. But I think I realized that, that I think it matters a lot to you. Um, yeah, a little bit. I mean, you know, just cause it creates like an event that we're, that we have to be here now for, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and, and <laughs> Annabelle says, <laughs> Sam's showing his true colors. Yeah. He's yeah. trying to say this since day it's one. It's annoying. It's annoying. You have to talk to your friends, but then there's people, then there's people who are typing stuff to you. It's, it's, a, it's confusing and overwhelming. I'd say. Well, I, it's funny because my the, the few times that I've been on, I've been watching Raisin Man live, and I'll be on the chat. Usually, I have some obscure. I don't, you know, I don't remember what my Twitch handle is, but it'll be some name that isn't my name. And so, uh, I'll, often I'll comment something. And this is like a while ago, but my experience of the, of the chat is that people will kind of, you know, you guys will look at the chat and be like, you know, my comment will load late, so it'll be about something you were talking about two topics ago, and, and you guys will go. Yeah, hey, uh, get with the program. We're talking about this now. And then, <laughs> you know, it's funny. And then and in my, in my experience being on the podcast and reading the chat is, is um, I feel at the mercy of the chat a little bit. I feel like the chat has control now in a way that yeah. I never really did on, on when I was on the chat end of things. But, totally. But the chat's kind of calling the shots now. You know, they're, they're giving us the, the hard facts about whatever art we're talking about. And they're, 
cracking jokes that are kind well, of the worst is like, when they say stuff that's funnier than you see annabelle saying she's gonna call 911 <laughs> now so what's scary we are at the mercy of of these cavemen and that's women. good you guys gotta get annabelle, annabelle on yes we do yes, we should get the twins idea. on but we don't have enough microphones for the twins unless sarah wasn't on the episode we only have f- we only have four microphone inputs i could not be on the episode too yeah, yeah, but not to speak in unison. It's I, more common that Sarah isn't on the episode than that you are not on the it's episode. It's true. It's true. Yeah, it would be nice for me to do a me and Sarah episode, bro. Well, you we'll change the pace. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You would just have to stay in your room. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. I can go out and get you coffee. We can get whatever, breakfast. Whatever you need me to do. <laughs> <laughs> or you're watching. Uh, if you're in the Twitch, you're watching. Ian's film Baby. That's right. Annabelle says we only have one woman mic. If you try and talk <laughs> into the other mics, it does not work. Yeah. It does not go through. It you sound your voice weird. Down. Yeah. You sound weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey. I, don't, I don't think we could have two women on. There's just not enough mic jacks for that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at the mixer right now. Up. Oh. No, it's not yeah, going to work. No, it's frequency. Not Sorry. The, just the Sorry. frequency doesn't work. Don't have the technology. Well, yeah. if we got the twins on, you know, it would be like, it'd be the twins podcast. I know. That, that's we, what I'm afraid of. That's what I'm afraid like of. We would just, we would be submerged. <laughs> we would fully lose control. <laughs> that's the issue. You gotta, you gotta break them up. They're like the ice climbers can't in, keep up. in Super Smash Brothers. <laughs> so you just yeah. pop in every 10 minutes be like, haha, so someone said you were queer baiting online. <laughs> 20 minutes later. <laughs> so you guys have a show or? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got I watched this short that that guy that Charlie Sosnick made that was really great, and the the Meshki twins were in that short. And I don't know if the short's out yet, but when, whenever it is out, you gotta watch this short. Wait, um, is it? Th- they were posting pictures of one where they're like on top of a car. Uh, I don't remember if they're on a car. I don't think so. They're in a park in the, in what I saw, and they they have a very funny bit where they're like asking this guy to take a picture of them at the park, and then he's like, no, 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 I can't. And they're like, please, 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 you know. And he's like, no, 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 I can't. And they go, a boomerang, a boomerang, a boomerang. <laughs> A boomerang, a boomerang. <laughs> and they're very funny, and I thought that was really good. I get boomerangs stuck in my head now all the time because of that little bit. Well, Annabelle, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta post on the chat what what Ian is talking about. The Charlie Sosnick short. Charlie Sosnick short, and then a they posted boomerang. some video that they 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 posted some pictures of a video they were in by or a movie. I'm kind of curious about what that was. Yeah, we got it. This yeah, is the a year. lot of great creators making a lot of great art. So, I think, I mean, can we talk about the guests we're gonna? We maybe I think we're gonna have. They're gonna come on. Yeah, sure. Let's Friday. talk about we're it. We're having Jake. We're gonna have Jake Sillen uh, at Ho Slut Ho uh, on Hell Friday. Yeah. Owner of Rash. Hell yeah. Meme poster, creator of Club Cringe, co-creator of Club Cringe, and DJ, and DJ, and personality, mm-hmm. and fun person to be around. That's a really nightlight aficionado. Correct. Gonna keep playing your video. So, so, so tune in. I guess we're just doing it on Friday morning. Any updates on Rash? Well, they're gonna give us the I updates on Rash. The, that'll be the yeah. I think, Jake, if you're they're listening, moving it and to the Javits Center. <laughs> that's Good. right. They're moving hey, to Fi. Hey. They're moving to Financial District. <laughs> Rash, Rash is gonna be in Fidei now. Wow, it's it's kind of intense. It, it's hard 
to be with you guys because on the screen I'm just like seeing all these people in college, like yes. college age that I like at least kind of knew. For me, I kind of knew these people. Oh my god! But it's like just wild, to dude. Watch. And there's Rob who plays me in Scary Car. Great actor, dude. When's Scary Car? When is gonna? Were we? When are Scary Car put out? Um, I guess this is a conversation to have another time. Yeah, it's almost certain. Maybe beginning you, or the end of June. I can't remember. Yeah, man, this video is great. Man, I'm, I miss these people. Man, it's, it's great to watch Andy. videos on mute. I miss being in college, dude. <laughs> yeah, you bring that up a lot, dude. We had a good ass time, man. You're always saying that. I wish Guys, I was college. In college, Felipe was a king, man. He dude, was just. He's always saying I was a king in college, him, dude. You know? I was not, but I liked <laughs> being in college. I'm gonna say it. It's lame to say that, but college was fun as hell. And I'm not saying that in like a sad, like my life sucks now way. Like my life's really cool, but but college was fun, dude. Are you crying right now? <laughs> No, I'm not. <laughs> no. Well, it was a very walkable. I'm not crying. It was a very walkable city. Yeah, where we went to college rocked. Yeah. Prov- you could walk anywhere. You ne- you only needed to be f- four places, and you could walk to all those places, and it was awesome. Yes, and all your friends. Wait, real quick. We got Not Being Bueno on the chat going, just pledge to the Kickstarter hello and hi from Chicago. So if you're just tuning in. Thank you know, so much. If you're just tuning in, the topic today, and we just we already talked about it, and we're not going to talk about it again, no. but Ian's Kickstarter. So for what his, is it, Mini? It's your grandmother? <laughs> Thank you so much, Not Being Bueno. <laughs> Log that on rocks. to the Kickstarter. Kickstarter.com slash projects slash Ian Feria slash what happened to Bobby hyphen in between each word B-O-B-I is how you spell Bobby or go to Lor- at Lauren Michaels on Instagram and then click on the link in his bio and pledge to the Kickstarter. I'm just keep That's saying because right. new people are coming That's online. right. Yeah, our view- the viewers are firing up in the we've last... Gotten, we've gotten from 13 list. viewers to 14 viewers. <laughs> new viewer! So if you're, you if you're on... <laughs> Yep, yep, and we got Jake next week, and then the week after... Jake on Friday. Jake on Friday, yes, but then the week after, we have... Can we say it? Sure, whatever, you know, and if these people drop out, literally, who cares? 150 <laughs> people listen to each episode of this podcast, so it just does not matter. Are those our numbers? Yeah, about yeah, 150 in, people listen. They are influential people. <laughs> not a lot of people, people listen, but everyone that did started people. their own podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're connecting with small businesses <laughs> to promote their materials because uh, well, we we have such an influential listener base. Yeah, we have um, Rachel Coster. Yeah, that's who's just slated. Oh yeah, giving you the inside on the, scoop on the woman mic. That's the female right. mic. Female <laughs> um. Yeah, college fucking rule, dude. You get to make work with your friends all the time. Everyone is at the cafeteria. You just post up at the cafeteria for five hours and all your friends are going to drop by. <laughs> you post up at the cafeteria. You don't do that. You just go in for lunch and you have a long ass conversation with someone. Just they leave. New person comes in. You're just, just loading up on waffle fries every just, 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Sushi. Sweet and sour soup. <laughs> <laughs> Mozzarella sticks. It's the call. Mediterranean salad. Tomato Vegan soup. pizza. Vegan bar. <laughs> Uh, Fried shrimp, chocolate milk, <laughs> beef tartare, Jamaican tuna beef salad patty, wrap, mozzarella sticks. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. College is a uh, college is fun. If if you can go to college, definitely recommend it. <laughs> if yeah. you can get the hundred percent. Look, Sam Reese screaming at uh, who's that, Mandy or Denna? He's screaming at everyone. Wow, one hundred and fifty strong. That's pretty sick. I haven't even made the post yet. 
You know what? What is cool about having a podcast is the randomest people will come up to you and be like, "I am such a huge fan of Raisin Man," and it's a person you've you both follow each other, obviously, so they're in your world, but you like talk to them maybe twice, like DM'd each other twice on the internet, you know, and they're like. I'm a huge Raisin Man fan and they know everything about all your sort of anxieties and the beef you have with your closest friends and all that stuff. And then you think, and then you think, wow, sharing all that stuff on the podcast was worth it. (laughs) That's right. That's right. Who did this happen to you with recently? Um, well, you know, I don't want to name names because then it will be, I, they will realize that I'm, they're not a person I know very well. (laughs) (laughs) I thought Sam really knew me well. But it is cool. It is cool. Um, yeah. I uh, I felt okay about college, to be honest. When I was in it, I was like, I didn't really enjoy a lot of the classes or like all the work you had to do. But the summers in between college, those were great. Because I, I just liked staying in Providence, like our college town. And uh, anyways. Dude, the first, the very first Simple Town video we made neighbor kids it was me ian and will living in a house for the summer and just we spent the it was like every night will would make us dinner and buy wine every single night we spent every day just writing this video and then we shot it for like two weeks maybe and just in this empty apartment dancing every night it was so fun totally decadent maybe the best summer of my life totally utopic and absolutely yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's funny to think that you would. It would take you a whole summer to make a five-minute video. To make yeah. a five-minute. Well, video, no. Absolutely. What happened is we made the video in like a month, maybe like the first two, three weeks, and then actually we were gonna make another one, and then we didn't do it. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, we started this idea, and I was like, "This is not." And then because Will had to get a job, so he was like not available twenty-four-seven anymore. Yeah, so I guess if you have like what, like a million dollars? Yeah, go to we college. Should start a Kickstarter. So we can go back to college <laughs> oh. <laughs> and Will can buy wine every night and we can chill and make one video a, a season. Yeah. And if you're someone who's hoping to go to college and you don't think you maybe have enough money, just put the rest of the money into our fund and we'll go to college for you. <laughs> don't, don't waste that money. Uh, yeah. I remember the first show we did in New York city. It was, was that 2019, the year 2019. And we conceived of the show in like, Late August, we like booked the dates. To be then, clear, the show was in 2017, but we called it the year 2019. Yeah, it was going to be in the future. The yeah. show took place in the future. And it took us like, I think three months to like write those sketches and come up with that show and the poster and stuff. And just to, it's funny to think we were so new at it that it would, it would take a really long time. Yeah, and now we write the sketches in one day. Now we write them in one day, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we do the show in tw- in two minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, well uh, Great atten- Man Winecast is really good. Attention spans are down. What's the Great Man Winecast? That's like one of the comments on the... Oh, Great Man Winecast. I imagine that's a sort of synonym for what we're doing right now. Yeah, well, if you're a big Raisin Man head, you know what Great Man Winecast (laughs) means. Pop off with your Great Man Winecast. This is Neighbor Kids. This is Neighbor Kids. That Felipe's playing now. Man. The the kid at the end is my favorite thing that we've ever filmed. Him doing that robot. Oh, my God. Doing the robot at the end. I think it's an all-timer for me. Yeah. 
So the the premise is that man, I hate my performance in this. The premise is that we're cleaning this house, and then I like clean it until I can see my face in the wood, and then I can see Will's face in the wood because Will says clean it until I can see my face in it, and then it becomes like a kind of Hall of Mirrors esque. Wow, great a great funny visual joke. Wait, I just this is not this is only for the people in the Twitch, but the way that um, the way that this video ends is really funny. Yeah, the whole video is that they're preparing for a new roommate. Oh, the new roommate is coming. And then finally, he arrives. There's like 14 people in this house. <laughs> this is the best part of the video. European football. Guys, <laughs> the new roommate's here. and it doesn't get any better than that what a good ass a little kid doing a funny dance (laughs) yeah that's good man that that should be in the grandma video that's the best part of that video I definitely, I think probably, I should probably get footage that even if I don't include it uh, even close, you know, I should get footage of the kid if he's wearing, if I get a kid in a full on alien prosthetic, I should film him doing a little dance probably just yeah, for myself just to have. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Good to know. Well, we're coming up on the end. It's 1030. We started at about nine. Yeah. So I think that's pretty, it's pretty good. I mean, um, we got the, we, we plugged the Kickstarter. We don't need to plug it anymore. I think they know where it's at by now. They know where it's at. And if they know, if they don't uh, know by now, good luck. I'll put the I'll put the link in the description for the, the show description, whatever. Thanks, man. And um, Sam, do you have something that you want? Oh, you should plug the DAPS, I guess. Oh yeah, I got DAPS. <laughs> so I made these animations over the past, honestly, wait, year and a half. Yeah, and they're starting to come out now. And I'm being told that because Adult Swim was an eight because now discovery and hbo max are merging so discovery just bought hbo max there's a lot of turmoil at adult swim and everyone's trying to justify their jobs and so if you are you need to watch my my animations on hbo max because they track the numbers there and the higher the numbers are on hbo max the more likely it is that i'll be able to make more of these daps and that the smallest program at adult swim will continue right you'd think you'd think oh put the animation on natively on every social media so that people will go to it people don't like to click a link from twitter to go to youtube much less to go into hbo max and, and so you think they're going to post them natively. No, that's not how this works. You need to go to HBO Max because the way that people justify their salaries, their jobs, and the performance of the program is by showing a number of how many people are going on HBO. Right. So that's right. And you it's, don't get numbers in social media. No way. No, no way. way. No. And it, what's great... You, can't, you what's, can't eat likes, folks. You can't eat likes. What's great about HBO Max is that it isn't even a social media platform. So there's no way to... To post like there's no w- there's no easy way to it doesn't have an API so you can't 
you can't embed it in a in a no. Twitter comment. You can't embed it in an Instagram post. It's diff. It has a paywall. You you know if you don't subscribe. If you don't subscribe, so, you, yeah, you're probably not going to. You're sign not going to see it. So it's a perfect place, really, to put all your work. Yes. And to get people to watch it. So they've really set it up smart there at Adult Swim and HBO Max. So if you have a if you subscribe to HBO Max, please go ahead and find. D- adults type in DAP and, season and, four. And look, it's sp- not going to be easy. It's not going to be easy. It's not going to be easy. <laughs> it's not going to be easy to find. I told my family members about this, and they still had a, an impossible time trying to find this. Okay, it's going to be really hard. So, with all that in mind, go watch it there because that's where they track the numbers. The DAPs are the funniest shit on the planet, dude. They are so Thanks. good. Videos are they so are so funny. funny. Thank you. Truly belly laughs, you know? They're I'm glad. So I'm glad. Well, the tri- the secret secret truth is the trick to making good work is to get your funny friends in them. You know? Get your funny yeah. friends in no your work. True. So, you hear that, Ian? Maybe old Felipe has got an alien role at what and what happened to Bobby? Maybe we can make it a simple town movie. Let's get the whole yeah, let's get the whole team yeah. debating on the script. Let's, <laughs> let's take another year. Yeah. yeah, I think everyone in the group should take the script and work on it on their own and sort of pitch it to the group again. Let's get Alex Blavinger in the mix. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Thanks, everyone. Um you know, I hope that you have a nice day. It's warm out here in New York, and if you don't live in New York, I'm sorry to hear that. But uh, have a nice, have a nice day. Yeah. Bye bye. Yeah. Happy Wednesday. Raisin Man Arena.